<laughs> Did you ever see the King of Queens <laughs> when he asked Arthur not, not to, to answer, answer the phone? <laughs> I watched that a few nights ago. <laughs> All right, we're live. We are? Yeah, we've been recording. Oh, I, I didn't see you press the button. My apologies. Well, I'm stealthy. Okay. I'm stealthy. All right, ready? All right, we're live. Welcome. Now let's do that again. Okay. <laughs> I like when you just go, okay, and then the music rolls in. All right, All right we're live. Welcome. <laughs> Did you ever see the King of Queens? When he asked Arthur not, not to, to answer, answer the phone, <laughs> I watched that a few nights ago. <laughs> Damn it, man! I'm used to it. Fifty-four years. Uh, <laughs> oh god! All right, all right, we're live. Okay. <laughs> oh god, this is gonna be. All right, I can do it. I can do this. All right. I got a pee now. <laughs> I'll hold it. All that time? You get mysoisotosis. <laughs> All right. All right. Welcome to episode three of today's bourbon. We are your host. I'm Marcel here with the Matthew Cicelli. Welcome. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, yeah. It's a good day. It's a great day. Yep. All right. So what are we doing today, Matt? Today, we are doing a Maker's Mark tasting, uh, starting with the uh, Maker's Mark 46. Uh, we're going to move on to the 101, the cast strength, and then finally the uh, barrel select. It's a private select. Private select. So we are, we are actually still going through our high-proof bourbons, um, the brackets, the competition, but we wanted to take a little break and try to do something a little different. We'll probably do that a couple more times just so we're not going through every episode in the same thing. But I'm excited to go back to that and just kind of keep whittling that down and see who's going to win that. But today, we just thought we'd start with the Maker's Mark. And there's a little bit of history behind the Maker's Mark for Matt and myself, is Matt has been in the bourbon world longer than I. And I remember going over to his house and seeing that bottle with the red wax, melted wax, and it was always a staple at your house. Yeah. But I, I don't recollect if it was, was it the regular 80, yeah. what is it? Just not, the not the 46, but just the regular makers. Yeah, the regular makers. And you always liked it? I liked it. I liked it. I think uh, I stopped becoming a fan when they, um, when they sold the company to um, an overseas... Centauri. Centauri. Centauri now. Yeah. So, so Centauri, it's actually Beam Centauri. Yes. So Jim Beam was purchased by whatever their corporation is called. Right. And then... Maker's Mark is made by Jim Beam. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I thought perhaps they had changed the formula, but I, I've had it since, and I'm convinced it's probably the same, but I was a little upset that they ended up selling out. But I'm back. I'm back in. You know, the 46 is because has replaced my regular Maker's Mark. So I have not had the 46 as of yet. Okay. We started out, we bought the cask strength. Right. For our bar, our shack, we have a shared man cave that we we uh, work together on, and then we ended up getting the Maker's One Hundred One. Yeah, when it came out, love it. 
Yeah, that's a newer release. Newer for, release. Yeah. So, but you should be able to find that readily available. And then I've just been intrigued. You know, I wanted to try the forty six, and now we also have the um, the private selection, mm-hmm. which interestingly enough is a higher proof than the cask strength. But so so we thought tonight we would just run through those and and just give it a go and see. Mm-hmm. Now the aging process on that store pick is a lot different than than the others. Yes, because it. If, if I understand it right, the staves that are used there, it's multiple staves. Right. Whereas the the makers, makers mark, uh, one, excuse me, the one hundred and one, the cast strength, I believe, is the the like the the original recipe, mm-hmm. so to speak, but different proofs. I'm not sure about the forty six. I think I think it is right. You you have in front of you, I think some. Yeah, I think uh, most of the mash bills are fairly similar. There may be a little variation between uh, between them, but. Most of them are, you know, 70% corn, barley, and winter red wheat. So that's the difference then, Yeah, is the wheat. Yeah. So it's a wheated bourbon. It is a wheated bourbon. So instead of the rye, which gives it that little bit of kick and mm-hmm. gives it that spice, a wheated bourbon is typically a softer, I don't know if some people hate using that term, I don't really care, it's a softer mm-hmm. palate. Yeah. Smoother, softer palate. And I, and I didn't even realize that, you know, as I've gotten into the bourbon world, I realized that I actually like the weeded bourbons as we started to try them. They they say it's actually pretty good for somebody who's just getting into bourbon because yeah. it takes a little bit of that bite away. Yeah. It's surprising to me though how how the diff how just a small difference between the barley and the um and the wheat would make that much of a You, you mean know. the you mean the rye? Yeah. Using the wheat instead of the rye? Yeah. Yeah, cuz I mean, all these bourbons are very similar, just just small differences in percentages. Mm-hmm. Plus, you got aging time, and you have temperature, and you have um, elevation of where it, where it is in the warehouse. Yeah, I was in Baltimore not long ago, and uh, there was a small distiller there. They did a hundred percent corn, hundred percent. I I really wanted to try it, but they couldn't open it because of the COVID mm. thing. But um, isn't that bottle that I always wanted to get that's called yellow corn? It's like a tall bottle. I've kind of yeah. like cheap looking label. It's very inexpensive. It's probably like that too. It's mostly corn. Yeah. Well, that's another thing we could look up just yeah. to see what the differences are. Well, before we get into these, and I don't want to bore you to death, but I found it so interesting and, and I'm just in full transparency, I'm learning as I go. And, you know, I didn't even know this information but an hour ago. Mm-hmm. But I just find it fascinating. Just a little bit of the history, real quick. I'll, I'll just do a quick rundown. Try not to bore you with it. Um, Bill Samuel Sr. was the guy who actually created the recipe, or his family, excuse me, had created the recipe. It, apparently, it was like a hundred and seventy-year-old recipe, and he he like burned the only copy of it, Ooh. which is interesting. He he set the drapes on fire in the process. Were they from Kentucky? I mean, was it Kentucky or? Well, their their farm was in Bardstown. Oh, okay. In Kentucky. All right. Yeah. Good start. So, you know, the guy, Bill, Bill Samuels, he experimented with different flavors, grains, trying to get that mash bill of his own. I just found that really interesting. He decided to replace that hot bite of rye with the delicate sweetness that makes Maker's Mark what it is. Um, and what did you say it was? It was a red winter rye. Yeah. I'm, what, uh, excuse me, a red winter wheat. Yes. And I love this quote from Bill Samuels. He says, give me a bourbon that won't blow my ears off. Mm-hmm. So, Talking you know, about the higher proof, maybe. Well, I mean, and just flavor. Yeah. yeah. Well, we experienced that the first couple episodes with so, some of the higher proof. So what really fascinated, fascinated me about this story was his wife. Her name was Marge, Margie. 
man, can't get that right. Margie Samuels. And this woman, man, this woman was like, she was just a great entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. She was a homemaker, which is, my wife's a homemaker. I mean, she's got like 38 jobs. Right. You know, God bless her. She does a great job. But this this woman here, man, she she is single-handedly responsible for the marketing, the looks, the name, everything. And I and I love this. And I'm going to read this. It said that Margie is the reason most folks buy their first bottle of Maker's Mark. And Bill is the reason they buy their second. Hmm. So they buy their first because it looks beautiful. The shape, the red wax, just the marketing of it and everything. And then they buy their second bottle because it's dang good. Yeah. Uh, going back to what you said in our earlier episodes about perception and marketing and, you know, so that kind of ties into people buy it yeah. for that reason. Yes. Um, which, Thankfully, it's good. Yeah, which she created, and then they love the recipe. Right. So it's- But, but we talked about that. Marketing is a big deal. It's, it's real, and you can't yeah. get around it. It's no wonder it is the number two selling brand in the world. So she says her aim was to bring good taste- to tastes good. Hmm. So it, in other words, it looks beautiful. Yeah. And it tastes beautiful. Good. I like that. So I love that. You know, so she is responsible for the wax coming up with the idea of doing the dip, mm-hmm. the dip wax. And of course, what does that mean? It means every bottle is unique because no two waxes are the same. Right. So that just gives it that uniqueness. The name, I thought this was so cool. So if you look at a bottle here and you look at the logo, there's a circle with a star. And then there's an S, and then there's a Roman numeral four. So let me, see, let me see where I saw that here. So she says, when naming this new bourbon, Margie was inspired by the, quote, maker's marks that a pewter whitesmiths put on their best work. Hmm. So they, they mark their work, their sure. best work. Okay, you know? I can see that, yeah. So her mark features a star for Star Hill Farm. That's in Bardstown that I was telling you, where her family resided. Okay. And then that S obviously stands for Samuels. And the Roman numeral four symbolized her husband's status as a fourth generation distiller. Oh. Which turned out, they did some research and they found out he's actually a sixth generation distiller. But they love the four. They kept the four. Yeah. Very interesting. They didn't change it. And then the character, like I told you, the character of the bottle, the red wax topper, man, she did all that. She just wanted it to stand out. The shape of the bottle. So she is definitely definitely great at marketing. And the, the square shape was inspired by 19th century cognac bottles. Okay. And the wax was typically sealed on those cognac bottles as well. It's very cool, man. Very interesting story. When did they make their mark? Well, I it was I don't have the exact date, but I thought it was like 1953 or 57 or something like that. Right. Is she still around? Or? I don't know. No, no. I do not know. I'm going to thought maybe we could have her as a guest on the <laughs> <show>. <laughs> So she, so she was also really responsible for like all the tours and everything. And she said that she wanted, for every dollar that the distillery made, she wanted an equal dollar invested into the distillery, you know, the grounds and how everything looks. And so, you know, not only- First impression. Yeah. Not only are you putting out a great product, but so then she started doing tours and who knows, man, that could have been where it took off. Yeah. You know, and everybody, look at Buffalo Trace. They have these great tours. Right. Then the Bill Samuels Jr., he is the one responsible for the Maker's Mark 46. It passed down the line, you know, and his dad gave him this advice. He says, don't screw up the whiskey. Mm-hmm. That was his dad's advice. So, and he, this dude was a, um, he was a rocket scientist. He Junior? Used to, yeah. He used to do work on the Polaris missile. Okay. And he says this, he says, creating Maker's Mark 46 was trickier than working on the damn Polaris missile. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> 
So that so, that is interesting. Yeah. So you got, you know, dad came up with the original. You got son came up with the 46. And then grandson, Rob Samuels, he's responsible, I believe, for this private select. Wow. So, so it's going you, right down. You now have seventh and eighth generation involved. Yeah. So I just thought that was a little tidbit of info. I thought that it was very, yeah, very interesting that. before we dive into it. Yeah. Listen, there's a history behind everything. Oh, absolutely. And I'm, I love history, and I think it just makes me appreciate. And I think bourbon drinkers in general, they do appreciate the history. Mm-hmm. It's not about just drinking. It's about an experience. Right. And there's a lot of history out there. and There's a lot of history. You and I learned some pretty funny things, yeah. you know, even about Colonel E.H. Taylor and his wife. Yes, and, absolutely. Yep. All right. So we're going to go through a quick progression. Okay. And we need to start on your right, my left, which would be the Makers 46, which I've never had. Okay. So forgive us for a smell smell sounds or sipping sounds. And I am interested if to see if these have the, being that they are pretty much the same thing except for the private select, there's got to be some form of progression here. Right. Well, only proof. Well, I don't Not know. Not really. I don't actually. know. I don't know about, I know the cast strength and the one-to-one, that would be proof. But even the mash bill on the 46 is identical. Mm-hmm. So that has to be age. Yeah. That has to be age. And the proof is different too. All right. Here we go. Cheers. Whoa. Cherry bomb? I, I have it. heard this described on other shows as candy in a bottle. And Maybe that's why I get like that cherry is, uh, candy. It's I not a cherry. overly sweet, but it's... Pretty nice. I don't get much on the nose, though. It's muted. Like, I don't get candy in a bottle on the nose. I will say that it's very good to drink. It's lighter. Yeah, it's lighter. Um, it doesn't have a burn at all. It's pretty smooth. And what do we say the 46 proof was? I believe it's 94. So 94? Oh, that's a good proof, man. Yeah. It's not too hot. Yeah. I like it. All right. So then we're going to run up to the 101. 101. Which is fairly, I mean, we've only, this has only been out probably, what, about six months? Well, do you remember when we first cracked it open? When was that? So we cracked this open. Uh, this was a gift for Danny. Yeah. At his. It was. In June. I think the nose, I love the nose on this way better. Yeah. No. No, we got it for him for Christmas. We had it. Oh, you're right. Yeah. We got it for him for Christmas. So we had already cracked it open. We had already open, opened it. And then we bought him one. Yeah. So, so I guess we've had it some maybe since November, November probably. November, yeah. yeah, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. September, November. Yeah, <laughs> I do like the nose on this. It's not as sweet on the palate. No, and just a slight variation in the proof, but pretty nice. I like. All it. right, I'm not going to tell you what I like better until the end, and then okay. you wait. You wait and let me know. All right. So on the nose, I will tell you on the nose. So far, this this is my favorite on the nose of the two. I do like the the little bit of heat on that. It warms my belly. It's not a lot. It's but not it's, a lot, but it's, it's there. To, yeah, you know, and that's you where in. you know Danny always said his, you know he loves the you know the hundred ninety to hundred. So I, I like it. I like it on the nose better than the forty six. I like forty six on the palate so far better. I'll tell you the forty six for cost wise. What is that? Forty? I don't remember. Somewhere around there. But I threw the receipt away. Actually, pretty good. I think. You're, I think it was right around 40 bucks. Yeah. And uh, I like it. All right. So we will transition to the cask strength, which ironically is one proof point lower than the private select. Yeah, 
Mm, that smells good. I, I really like that. Boy, yeah. That's creamy. It smells. That smells good. Wow. Could it be because it's been open? Once again, you know, yeah, our no, theory. This, I mean, this bottle is almost empty. There's only one way to find out. That smells really good. I do like that. Okay. <laughs> I can hear you. I can. Somebody must have snuck in here. <laughs> I can hear you again. What do you get on that? On the nose or the taste? The taste. You're probably not a fan of this. So on this, I'm getting black licorice. You get any of that taste? Do you remember the, the small candies, snaps? They were black licorice, but they coated them with the different colors. Nope. Well, you uh, are older than me, but... Yeah, that tastes like a snap. Boy, that is good. All right. This is the one I'm excited about because I, I think this should be... Theoretically, this should be complete, very different, very different than these. You know, the the private select with all these different different staves. I I don't know for certain, but I think they, I think they age them in different staves and then they blend them. Yeah. So that's got a lot going on. Like on the nose, I'm getting breakfast syrup. That's got a couple different flavors flowing in there. Mm. Pretty soon, you'll be putting this on your pancakes. <laughs> You'll have to magic marker the bottle. Wow, that's good. I like the smell better than the taste. Burns my nose a little. There's something in the taste that I'm picking up that I'm not 100%. And for me, because I don't have that ability like you to pull these different flavors out, it's either good or not good. He's lying. He's got a very good palate. and I I'm don't. just lucky, man. The 13 and 0 thing is lucky. He's got a good palate. I like it. I, 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 I'm not saying I don't like it. I I guess I was expecting a lot more for the money. See, if I told you it was like 30 bucks, you'd be like, dang, this is good. I would be. I'd be, yeah, give me more. All right. Well, then you basically are telling me that you feel that that, is, that would be a good $40 bourbon. I would say what so. Would you, what would you pay for it? Up to what? I'd pay up to $40 for it. Now, I will say this. The finish is better than the taste, but not as good as the smell. You think it's a long finish? No, it's not. It doesn't I don't think any of those were long. I don't think any of those really had a long finish. The the 101 might have had the longest finish. It smells good. Hmm. That sticks with you for, you know, a little bit. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Okay. Instead of making everybody just listen, mm-hmm. I'm going to just pause it and we're going to go ahead. We're going to run through these again and we're going to come back and give us our results. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. We are back. All right. So Matt had a great idea as we were off camera there or off whatever. He wanted us to just close our eyes and have each other mix up our own drinks. We, we color coordinated them so we know. And we that way we're doing a blind because we're all about blind testing. Blind testing is going to give you the best answer all the time. Right. Keep in mind, we tasted each one of them. We knew which ones we were tasting, but now we've mixed them up. Yeah. And we're tasting them completely blind to see if we'll be able to. I mean, I hate to sound like a broken record, honestly, man, but it's, I'm just, a, I'm a firm believer that knowing which one the 101 is, for example. Mm-hmm. You've already you've already got an impression of that. You've got an impression of what people put out about it. 
what looks like, all that stuff. So knowing it's the 101, it taints your your opinion. So I think that was a great idea, what you said, to just mix them up. We know we're drinking makers. We know we're drinking, you know, those four particular things, but you don't know which one's which. Well, it happened in our first and second episode, where after our first episode, we uh, we did the after hours. We opened the stag, and we drank it that night. The next afternoon, the next show, that got eliminated. It did. You would have thought... That was heartbreaking. You would have thought that that was still f- fresh in our minds, right? You would have thought. Yeah. But it's hard, you know, you're, you know, and your, your palate can get taxed. But I think we got good proofs here tonight to not really do that. I don't think our palates are burned. All right. So, all right. So you drank through them mm-hmm. and you have one that you like the best. Um, I'm going to do a little more drinking on air here. All right. Well, I'm going to do a little sipping too, but I think, I think I put them back in the order that they were. I didn't know that was a requisite, but well, it's not. It's not. It just helped me. It just helped me as I did it. I I, I wanted to see if I can pick out the different expressions. Okay. So we'll see. I told you I'm not very good at this. So we'll 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 Would see. Would you stop being so humble? We'll see. But let, just real quick, we'll do a little sipping. All right. What do you? Oh, you don't know because you didn't put them back. So you just randomly, and so am I in theory. I am getting. And I know that's a common profile, but I'm getting that maple. Oh yeah, I do too. Like pancake syrup. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm sticking with my my guess on my favorite so far. I got two more to try. Hmm. Now this one smells. This one, whatever it is, this smells very similar to the last one I had on the nose, but almost like a darker, richer, almost like throwing like pecans in there. Mm, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like almost like a not like not burnt pecans, but like a hosted deep, deeper smell. Have you ever had those pecan rolls? Mm. You know, with the uh, yes, uh, brown sugar, yes, uh, glaze with the yeah. I can. That's kind of. No, I don't think this is. I don't think I have this right. This is too smooth to be what I thought it was. Dang it! Mm, man, oh crap. Now I'm gonna <laughs> this whatever this is, this is good. I think I'm gonna have to switch my pick on my favorite. All right. Hey, caramba. All right, we got dead air going here, man. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Did you put them back in an order? I, I tried to put you them tried back, to put back I in the order. I tried to put them back in order. In yes. order. All right. Let me take a gander here. Yep, that one's right. Yep, that one's right. How do you know? Yep, that one's right. You got them all right. Well, I know because they're we keep the same coloring: yellow, pink, green, yellow, green. Oh, you you knew which ones you put on the bottle. This is how we this is how we started it. I know. Oh, I know. I put them back in order, but I don't know what the you well, don't know. What I these put are. the sticker on the first one, which is the one hundred and one. Okay. It's pink? I'm sorry, not the 101, the 46. Oh. 46 should be yellow, yeah. So you got them all right. Which was your favorite? It's a toss-up between the 101 and the um, cask. I should have asked you that before you knew which ones they were, for sure. Yeah. It's messing with your head. But I'm going to tell you right now, I think it's the 101. So that is so funny, because I don't... I can tell that I'm wrong. Because I can see now, looking through the glass, I can see this is yellow and this is pink. So I I have these two... 
Well, I can see a reflection. Yeah. Like you can't see that's pink. Look, pink. Look, yellow. Right. Green. Oh, sorry, guys. Green. All right. I told you I wasn't good. So I got that wrong. I got that wrong. I got that wrong. And I only got one right. That is my favorite. The Maker's Mark Private Selection. You like that? Going back through it, yeah. Mm. I do. See, to me, that... But, but guess what? My guess what? My, my first instinct was this. The 101. I thought well, it was the 101, but it's actually the cask strength. Oh, okay. In my head, yeah, it was one hundred and one. Off, off air, you were talking about how much you really liked that one hundred and one. So as I put them in order, thinking that this was the one hundred and one, but it turned out to be the cast strength. So I like the higher proofs, man. I'll tell you, I'm getting a lot of the um, the maple on the last one on the um, the maker's private selection. Private selection. I'm not a big, big fan of it. I like it. It has a lot of flavors. Yeah, it, it's got a lot going on. It's and, hard to and for a hundred and ten, almost a hundred and eleven proof, it's smooth, man. It is. It is smooth. It is. All right. Well, there you have it. So Matt has chosen the one hundred and one. Yes. And I have chosen the private selection. I think mine is a hundred and ten point eight, and yours is obviously the one hundred and one. They're all great, but you know, so you hit a home run tonight. You got four for four. I got one out of four right tonight so bringing my average down it's all right i mean hey again that's why we like to do the blinds i agree and i got lucky tonight it was a random it was a random pick and selection you didn't get lucky yeah i did no you didn't all right you got anything else tune in tomorrow where our our (laughs) next show anyway where we will be doing uh, something completely different and we are a brand new channel. We are working hard to try to get things going. We're obviously going to be having Instagram, Today's Bourbon. We're going to have, um, you know, Facebook and all that stuff. So we're going to get that up and we'll let you know when that's ready to go. So please, if you're listening, consider subscribing. Hit the like button. Hit the like button, which we don't have because it's not a video. Share your fr- <laughs> share it with your friends. Share that's it. the biggest thing, right? Word yeah. of mouth. Share Just it with your of, friends. Yeah. The more we can, uh, the more people we can reach, the more um, good we can do. This is a whole new world for us. We're excited about it, mm-hmm. and we look forward to that journey. And we hope you're part of it. Yes. All right. So until next time, I am Marcel here with the Matthew Cerselli. And remember, until tomorrow, savor today. Savor today. We are out. <laughs>